The Lord be with you. Good morning, Chivia Churches, and good morning to those listening in other places too. Everyone is very welcome. This is Colin, and I hope everyone is staying very well. Come, people of God, let us worship together for our service for the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. We do have some intimations on the web page, so please do take time to look at them. The main notice is that we did have a, an inspection by Presbytery, and that went very well with regard to opening our churches again. But we're still waiting for the, the fire report, so we're still waiting for that final email from Presbytery saying, go ahead. But we are, at time of recording, still hoping to have a service in Yetham on Sunday and reopening Morbato on the, the 26th of July. Um, so please do look at the, the notices. Hopefully we'll have heard and be able to put it on the web page. We have our call to worship. We gather in the presence of God. We gather to worship and to praise. We gather in joy and in expectation. We gather in beauty and wonder. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Speak your word of life to us, O God. We have our first hymn, and today is Rural Mission Sunday. So we're going to have All Creatures of Our God and King. It's hymn 147, and we're singing verses 1, 4, and 7.
Thank you, Heather. And let us have our prayers of adoration and confession. Let us pray. Creator God, in you we live and move and have our being. You alone have been our help and guide through good times and through bad. You alone give us the strength we need to face the challenges around us. You alone can give rest for our bodies and our souls. To you we turn, and in your presence we find the peace and comfort we long for. Fill us with your spirit in this time of worship. Open our minds and hearts so that we may see as you see, love as you love, and follow your ways for the sake of Christ our Lord. O God, who sees and knows our inmost thoughts and our thoughtless actions, we confess how blind we are to our own faults, and yet how harsh we are in judging others, how swift we are to take for gain, yet slow to give to others. How proud we are of our, our own success, and yet how grudging in our praise for others. Forgive us who we have been, amend who we are, and direct who we shall be for the sake of Christ our Lord. And friends, remember that God is slow to be angry and quick to forgive, kind and gracious to all. Know that your sins are forgiven through the grace of Jesus Christ and forgive those who have sinned against you. And now we join in our family prayer. We say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We turn to the word of God and from Genesis chapter 28 and reading from verse 10. Jacob left Beersheba and went towards Haran. He came to a certain place and stayed there for the night because sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place. And he dreamt that there was a ladder set in the earth, the top of it reaching to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord stood beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land in which you lie, I give to you and to your offspring. And your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. And all the families of the earth shall be blessed in you and in your offspring. Know that I am with you, and will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I've done what I promised you. And then Jacob woke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. 
There is none other than the house of God. And this is a gate of heaven. And so Jacob rose early in the morning and he took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel. And we turn to the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 13, and we read from verse 24. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the, the plants came up and bore grain, the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? And he answered, An enemy has done this. The slave said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No. For in gathering the weeds, you uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burnt. But gather the wheat into my barn. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And we sing together the hymn 268, O God of Bethel, one of the, the paraphrases. We sing verses 1, 3 and 5. Now we have our weekly prayer from Arthur and Kathleen. May the love of our good and generous God guide and protect us. May the hope of the gospel sustain us and bring us joy. And when we are lost or lonely, 
When the road ahead seems hard and when the garden darkness gathers, may the light and peace of Christ be ours. Amen. And I should have said that the prayer came from the, the installation of the new Archbishop of York. Now, do you remember the days when you could go to the theatre or to a concert or to the cinema and not worry about keeping two metres apart? It seems like a long time ago, a different world. I remember being very excited at going to the Lyceum Theatre in Edinburgh for a play. It had super reviews. I was looking forward to it. And the theatre was filling up with people. People had made an effort in how they dressed. But then I noticed coming down one aisle, a woman, quite a young woman, in jeans and a, a big baggy jumper, and with a little girl, obviously primary school age, by her side. On the other aisle came down a nicely dressed family, teenage sons, they looked very nicely dressed. There were seats in front of me. And who should sit there but the young woman with the girl? And I thought, trouble. She's obviously, the girl's obviously going to be bored. She'll be fidgeting. She'll distract me during the performance. And the, the nice family, they sat behind me. The play began, and to my surprise, the young girl in front of me was wrapped. The play caught her attention, and she was gazing at the stage. But behind me, the sweets were being passed around, the wrappers were crinkling, there were whispers, there were comments. And so, yes, my performance was disturbed, but the bother came not from in front of me, but from the nice family behind me. Now, you would have think that I would have learned by now, but no, we rush in and we judge people. We judge them because of how they dress or the accents they have, the kind of cars that they drive, and these days, whether they're wearing a mask or not, we judge, but often we get it completely wrong. Jesus told the parable this morning about the wheat and the tares. A farmer had planted a field of wheat, but then someone with a grudge came by night and planted wheats in it as well. Very nasty thing to do. And so the wheat and the weeds grew up together. Now, I know a lot of keen gardeners in our congregation who would instinctively want to get in there and pull up all the weeds. And that's a natural reaction. And that's what the workers in the field wanted to do as well. But in the parable, the farmer says to wait until everything had grown. And only then, would they be separated? The final judgment belongs to God and is for God to celebrate, to separate the wheat and the weeds. The weeds in this story were apparently 
quite like the wheat, especially to begin with. It was very hard to distinguish them. And so an overenthusiastic person might well pull out the wheat as well as the weeds. And I know that I've done that in my garden with flowers and weeds. But we do the same when we judge others. We're telling God, I'm going to pull up the weeds. But our assumptions and our first impressions can get us into a pickle. Because sometimes we just don't know the full story. And Jacob is a case in point. And Jacob wasn't really a very nice individual. Obviously, he was one of the, the weeds. But God had a purpose for Jacob. And in the story this morning, Jacob was given this wonderful vision of the ladder reaching to the skies with the angels going up and coming down. He was given a vision. He was given a promise. He was given a new identity. He had potential to change. And yes, like us, he still got things wrong. He still later showed his favoritism to his younger son, Joseph, with him, giving him the multicolored coat. But he still had potential to change. And I think this parable is talking about patience. It shows God as patient, waiting till the crops had grown and encouraging us to have that same godly patience rather than jumping in and criticizing and judging before we know the full story. Remember the story about the fig tree. It was useless. It didn't bear any fruit and the workers wanted to cut it down. But the owner said, no, give it another year. God always wants to give us the second chance. And the parable is talking about us and how God judges with clemency, giving each one of us the opportunity to change and to grow. I think all of us are a mixture of wheat and weed, of holiness and selfishness, of saint and sinner. But God doesn't give up on us. God wants us ever to grow more Christ-like, caring for our neighbour, standing up for justice. And so producing a rich harvest. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. And now we're going to sing the chorus 791, Open Your Eyes. We have our prayers of dedication and intercession. Let us pray. 
Gracious God, we offer you what we have. Bless the gifts we bring with your love, so that their goodness will overflow to meet the needs of those who cry out to you and to us. God, who is full of kindness and love, hear our prayers for the world, for one another, and for ourselves. We pray for this congregation and for the church around the world, that we may be faithful and courageous in the face of all the challenges that arise day by day. Pray for mercy and justice, for understanding and peace in relationship between the nations. That in this time of anxiety about the future, there will still be generosity for all in need. We pray for those who work in fields and forests and mines and offices, in hospitals and schools and shops. Pray for those who can't find work or who have been made unemployed. We pray that as the economy is reorganised, all who do work will be fairly treated and those seeking work will not lose hope. We pray for all those in danger and in need, for the sick and for the dying, for the poor and for the oppressed, for those standing up against injustice, and for all still at risk from COVID-19. Pray for those who are closest to us, for friendships that have stood the test of many years, and for those who love us enough to tell us the truth about ourselves, that they may know our love and appreciation. And in a moment of silence, we bring the prayers of our own hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear these and all our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. And now we're going to sing our closing hymn is a hymn 229, We Plough the Fields and Scatter.
we have our benediction. Sending God who sows and God who reaps. God who allows growth even in the hard places. God who waits patiently for the right time. Send us out now into the fields of your world to plant hope amidst the weeds and seeds of life. And may we learn to scatter love wisely till you gather us in once more. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Creator, the Redeemer, and the Sustainer be with you all forevermore. Amen. <laughs>